Welcome to the Vox Group's Leader Podcast, where we talk through practical tools and skills to help you grow as a leader in order to lead healthy, vibrant, and growing community groups. Well, welcome back. We are on episode number six of our Vox Group's Leader Podcast. And boy, what we have a special episode today. I'm sitting here with two of my dear friends. Jake, how are you? Great. How are you? Very well. Thank you. Jermaine, how you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Good this to be is, here. Uh, as you mentioned right before this, this is your first ever podcast experience? Th- my first wow. ever podcast. Welcome. And I'm excited. Well, <laughs> you, your voice will now forever be in the abyss of the world of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, Jake, Jake, how's everything going? Everything is going really good, really well. I don't know which one you're supposed to say, good or well. I that's a good question. Um, mm. Where's our English majors? I, I, there's a lot of people here that it's would correct really us. Really good. That, but... that doesn't sound right. Yeah. It's going really well. <laughs> we are excited to have Jermaine here today. Jermaine is part of what I would call a remarkably awesome big community group. So. Just hearing about the group, hearing what God has done in the lives of the people of this particular group is remarkably awesome. So mm-hmm. today we brought in one of that group's awesome leaders, Jermaine Shepard, to talk about what they have done and what they're doing to continue the remarkably awesome streak. So we're excited to have Jermaine here and to hear a little bit about what is going on in that group and what we can do to glean from it and learn from it for our own community groups. Well, awesome. Well, t- the episode of today's podcast is talking about when your community group is big and what does that actually mean in terms of uh, some of you community group leaders out there. So one thing that will be extremely helpful uh, for this discussion is to define what the word big actually mm-hmm. means uh, in terms of community group. The word big can actually mean one thing for some person yep. uh, you know, who's hosting a group and, and something for, for somebody else. Let's just say, for instance, uh, you know, you have a one-bedroom apartment, and I mean, big for you might be 10 people. Yeah, it might be right. jam-packed. Everybody's bumping into each other, not enough chairs. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just a different... Uh, it, it, big could be different for every yeah. single person out there. Uh, however, we totally want to uh, recognize that the average group size for most of Vox community groups is from 5 to 20 yep, people. That's right. So, you know, Jermaine, you have, uh, what was it, 200 and something? (laughs) So you have 24 people, 24, I think, um, in your community group? Yes, have 24. 24. Yeah, also, you know, real quick, some of you might be looking at our title going, yeah, I wish that was true for my group. My group is actually small. Well, we want you to know that what we talk about today, what you can glean from this conversation is going to be super helpful because no matter the size of your group, you're going to be able to grab principles that you can 100% apply to your group to, again, make it healthy, vibrant, and growing. So, Jermaine, are you ready to impart some wisdom to us today? Yeah, I can definitely share what the Lord has done in our group. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, let's start on a super, super positive note and just ask you, what are the upsides of a big group? Yeah, uh, look, first of all, I mean, our group um, got to that size organically. There was no uh, system or, you know, anything that I think that we've done uh, different other than just believe in the Lord and wanting to connect Mm -hmm. with people. But yeah, I I mean, like the upsides of our group is, you know, you get a chance to connect with more people, you know, um, yeah. No, I, I mean, and you bring up a you bring up a good point in terms of connecting. Um, you know, I, as you're looking at your notes here, I just wanted to kind of, you know, intercept that. But connecting with people when you're sitting, you know, among 
the same people all the time you know sometimes you have that opportunity to really kind of dive in mm. and you know I've noticed that when I was in a, a, a big group in the past I've noticed that you know I had a tendency to kind of sit next to the same people yeah and those were the people that I kind of connected mostly with during my group it was just one of those things yeah we were all group we all kind of meshed together yep. you know but I, I almost had you know my really good friend who was with me and you know, we were able to connect and you know afterwards we were able to go even deeper on what we talked about at our community group so you know we went from this massive group and all of a sudden we were texting hey you know what did you think about that passage we were mm -hmm. reading today so you know connecting with people that's that's a that's a great point yeah and uh, another thing is we ended up finding out that we had a lot more in common other than just the word of god right mm -hmm. you know we think you know you love the lord i love the lord you know you follow jesus i follow jesus but to find out that we're you know we're husbands <laughs> we're fathers we have kids mm -hmm. you know we deal with life uh on life terms and uh just to be able to partner and do life with with, with us in our group man just more people give you more opportunities to connect yeah yeah, yeah is, did that carry over as well does that carry over to outside of group gatherings as well like the continuation of that relationship that community how does that continue on uh beyond the gathering oh yeah uh group me um you know uh you know one of our um our uh couples there got married um you know uh, a, a kid's recital um mm -hmm. we find out you know birthday <laughs> parties just um it just goes beyond the group and that like i said that's something we didn't plan for or strategize for um we just you know it just happened organically yeah yeah, yeah. i mean absolutely and within your group i think it's you know it's, it's it's important to recognize that you start to see see things you know and I know we mentioned this kind of before we jumped on the podcast but you start to see developing leaders in your group you know who's kind of taking charge who who may or may not want to lead a group in the future um, you know and I think that's a key element because again what is our main vision not only for community groups yep. but for the church mm -hmm. you know not Vox the church in general right our objective is to go out and reach people so if we can spot those leaders you know say for instance in a in a group setting I mean it's just an extra little something that's like hey that person you know maybe in a year or two year two years down the road maybe they'll lead a group yeah. and you know and now now it's tangible now right. we're reaching people we wouldn't even be able to because we're pressing into this person in our group and they're developing as a leader you know do you see that at all in your group oh absolutely we have different personalities in our group and one thing we love to do is you know there's moments where everyone gets an opportunity to kind of lead the group of course with yeah. some coaching um, but you know different passages people perceive them and relate them different and it means something different to them um, yeah. basically on what they're going through and you know just their environment on, on what they live in or, or live at so yeah we give everyone in our in our group an opportunity to lead and that's when we see leaders yeah, um, yeah. one thing I do want to make mention too is um, I think that the Lord has really blessed us in our group with just providing a safe space yeah, um yeah. and it you know so it didn't really matter how big or small the group was you know we've learned that you know people want a safe space mm -hmm. you know they want to be able to be heard but they also want to be able to be real um and trust those that they're with and so that's that's <laughs> something again just just god's favor on that wasn't nothing that we've done mm -hmm. um it's mm -hmm. just god just 
just showing his love on us. Right. That's yeah. all. It's awesome. You know, and, and as you're talking, I know this podcast is for our community group leaders and for them to listen. And, you know, it's a little bit of a training. It's a little bit of, uh, of here and there. But I just wanted to talk that sometimes, and not all the time, but sometimes a big group may not have all upsides, you mm-hmm. know, and I know, you know, Jake has, has some uh, knowledge on this. So Jake, you yeah. know, as we're talking to these leaders, what are some things that, you know, if you, if your group is too big, what are some things that, you know, people may encounter? Yeah. I think that's an interesting question because you said the word too. And that's a word that as I was like thinking through this with Jermaine, we kept thinking about that word. Like yeah. when is a group too big? And we didn't title the podcast when your group is too big because that's negative yeah and it doesn't have to be negative your Mm -hmm. group can be big and still be all the things that you guys just talked about super healthy super relational super foundational for our lives but there are some downsides there have to be right there's downsides of a small group there's Mm -hmm. upsides of a small group there are downsides of a big group and upsides of a big group so i just want to point out a few of the downsides not to you know throw shade on big groups, but to say like, Hey, watch out for these potentials. And so I've labeled these five things, potential downsides. Number one is a potential for a lack of space. And it's awesome that you just mentioned that your space is, is, is perfect for your group. Um, people come and feel like it's a safe space. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not talking about safety necessarily. I'm talking about more like actual physical room, but, Mm. um, a lack of space is a potential problem because, you know, Maybe it's like people have to stand the whole time and you don't want that, right? I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. Maybe you, like you said earlier, Kurt, like you ran out of chairs right? or maybe even floor space. I'm a floor guy. I'll sit on the floor all day long, right? Yeah. but maybe there's not even space on the floor. Maybe it's a parking issue outside of my house. I live on a huge hill and so you can park on the street, but nobody wants to park on the street. Yeah. So parking is, it can be an issue. Maybe the neighbors are getting mad because every Wednesday night, there's like 50 cars out in their in their area. And so those are some of the things that I think about when I think about a, a lack of space. Um, but for your group, Jermaine, have you had this issue? And if so, what have you done with it to maintain a big group? Yeah. Um, yeah, one of the things that, that we've experienced is sometimes, you know, they don't want the group to end. And <laughs> so, yeah, with about, you know, 20 to 24 people, everyone does get a chance to share mm-hmm. and, and everyone's heard. However, you know, once we get into it, and I'm sure we've all been in uh, just moments where we, you know, digging in a word and we want more, 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 more. Uh, yeah. So what we do is we have a group me. And so, you know, any follow up questions or, or you know, idea. things that people want to share, they'll just throw it on a group me. And so that means, you know, sometimes our group don't end for a couple of days because yeah. it's just, <laughs> yeah. you know, back and forth. Um, but, yeah, also, um, yeah, we had a few. Uh, situations where one of the biggest things was in our main location um if something hap- if something's happening like you know someone's sick or or has yep. covid right mm-hmm. um and so it's like all right we're not having a group or we're gonna have the group and then there's people in the group that say well you could do it at my house or you could do it at my house and so now the problem is not that our facility is too big or too small uh <laughs> You know what the issue is is all right whose house we're gonna have yeah. our our group at <laughs> yeah, next yeah. week and so but yeah i'm sure uh you know we're 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 not exempt like you know we still go through those those struggles but that's the part of a group right yep. we we yep. we embrace 
when we're doing well and we also embrace some of the growing pains of like, yeah, mm. we don't have enough chairs. Let's grab some from outside or, you know, um, you know, we're going to talk about this this week or we want to continue to talk about what we started talking about when we have to do it on group. Me, so, yeah, it's yeah. great. The, the second one kind of flows right out of what you just said. Um, how you said everyone participates, everyone gets a chance to share. That would be number two on my list of some of the downsides, which would be people are, are they're not sharing. There's a lack of participation right. because it seems like in a bigger group, there is a potential for someone to come, not say a word and leave, which we do not want. And so love hearing that mm-hmm. your, your group is open and, and gives time and honestly carrying on that conversation through group me or through a group text or even a email chain or whatever afterwards is an awesome way to do that. We talked about group me in yeah. our last podcast. Oh, yeah, we did. And we also talked about, uh, I think it was episode one or two where someone's sharing too much and they're kind of taking yes. taking over the podcast. Oh, yes. So if you guys haven't listened to that episode, make sure you go back. There's some uh, real good tips uh, for for all the leaders out there who may encounter that. Because again, you know, I mean, 24 people, it's it's really yeah. easy for someone to share for 15 minutes and all of a sudden <laughs> you look down at the clock yeah. and, you, you know, I mean, when someone's spilling their life out, the last thing you want to do is, is stop. Yep. So, you know, I mean, just some good practical uh, tips and tools in that, in yeah, that podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Number three, there is like a, a lack of shepherding, a potential lack of shepherding. Yeah. Because, you know, one person, it's going to be difficult to shepherd 24 people. So what have you guys done in your group, Jermaine, to combat that? Um, maybe talk about how many leaders you have and right. how that all works out. Yeah, we have four leaders um, uh, that is actually helping with the group. Also, like, uh, and we, we spoke about this earlier today, like we have... I think probably eight potential leaders there. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we do. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe the next one is potential for a lack of attendance. You know, if I miss group time, I, it may, it may not go unnoticed because it seems like you have a pretty tight, tight knit group, but like it would be easy for a, a group that's maybe the word too again, too big yeah. to just not show up and no one called or no one cared. Mm-hmm. That's a potential um, downside. And then yeah. lastly, just a potential lack for, for childcare options. So again, we're not harping on all the negatives, but we, we, we do want to address them just to say like, yeah, hey, they're real. if some of these things are happening yeah. in your group, you may be too big. Um, but Jermaine is here because I asked Jermaine to come because even with these downside potentials, I know that his group is thriving and doing doing all the upsides yeah, and doing everything yeah. well. And so we wanted to hear from him so we could hear some of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, honestly, those are some great, uh, you know, ups and downs in terms of group size being being big, you know, not too big, but just being big. Um, mixed with also some some practical tools. So, Jake, I know yep. you discussed some ways, uh, some tips and tools for community group leaders to utilize. Uh, do you want to just kind of touch on those real quick? Totally. Yeah, this is the part of the podcast where we all kind of get like excited just because of the practical side of it. And so if you have a group that's getting big and you're kind of as the leader, or maybe there's a couple leaders and you guys are talking together and you're kind of going, what do we do? Mm. Do we ask John not to come anymore? Yeah. There's John again. We got to bring yeah. John up. <laughs> we got Do we ask John not to come we anymore? We call him Johnny now. Johnny. That's right. Johnny. Johnny. Change his name. Um, or or do we switch spaces? What are we supposed? To, what are we going to do? I'm kind of. I don't know what to do. Well, I would consider a couple things. First is subgroup. That's a word that I want um, our community group leaders to really get familiar with because you can even do this in smaller groups. If you had eight people, you can subgroup. Yeah. Subgrouping is not as intimidating as it sounds. It simply means that you have to look at your group time from a different perspective. And here's an easy roadmap to what that actually means. So start your group together for fellowship, maybe worship, or even if you have a video to show for the Bible study, because I know we do a lot of that, then break up into subgroups, multiple groups. 
during your discussion time. So if you have 24 people, mm -hmm. you would watch the video together, you'd worship together, you'd fellowship together at the beginning. And then after the video, to have your actual discussion, you could break up into three subgroups, 888, right? And, uh, you know, that's a, a way to make sure everybody gets a chance to share. And then you come back together at the end to either share what you shared, like an overall summary or, or prayer time together. Um, and so the only thing you got to do is make sure that you have a subgroup leader <laughs> who's ready to take that group over uh, when you go into discussion time. If you don't designate a subgroup leader, more than likely the group will kind of sit there awkwardly not sure what to do next and right. when is this over and whatever so you kind of set a time subgroup and then come back together it's a way to really give everyone a chance to share which is a really important thing in your community group so practical tool number one is subgroup practical tool number two two is multiply mm -hmm. right so and Jermaine touched on this a little bit, recruiting more leaders to take on more leadership roles within the group. You said you have eight potential leaders. I know we were talking earlier and you said you have multiple people doing multiple things. Would you just tell us about the hospitality team situation you guys got going on there? Oh yeah, we we noticed that on GroupMe, that's how we connect and get ready for the, for the group, is um, everyone would just say, okay, what are you bringing? I'm bringing this or I'm bringing that. And it was like, okay, well, you know, one time we had a lot of food. <laughs> so someone in our group came up with this idea that says, hey, we should do hospitality teams, team A, B, and C. And so A will will bring the food and beverages and then B will get a chance the following week and then C the following week after that. And so we had a hospitality team. Um, you know what's awesome is is – I like to go back where you said, you know, sub sub uh, group and, and and multiply, and and Jake, we've we talked about this in the very beginning, um, when we found out, oh shoot, like there's people keep coming, mm -hmm. um, and we're <laughs> like, okay, so why don't we kind of see if we could, uh, um, you know, maybe launch another group or or, or maybe subgroup over here, and um, so we were trying and pushing and trying to, and I just think I learned in that season that every group is different mm -hmm. and like in mm -hmm. like God's going to give the leader wisdom with people around him and and also his his co-leaders will start to feel what our group needs. Yeah. And so there might be a season where your group needs to be together. Um but then we'll know and I strongly believe that God will start to put in our hearts when the group should be fully you know uh, uh subgrouped out or even launch a group and so that was something that i needed to learn in that moment because i'm thinking okay great we reached 18 you know let's <laughs> let's let's multiply and i just believe in that moment the lord was like no i don't really think your group is is kind of there and i just had to listen with different ears mm -hmm. um yeah and so yeah i just wanted to share that yeah yeah no that's that's awesome because i think sometimes it's easy for for us to ask our group leaders to do things, but we don't know their situation, mm -hmm. right? So we've been pushing lately, uh, multiplying, you know, develop a future group leader so that they can leave your group and take off and start their own. But we're talking about people. <laughs> we're talking about relationships that right, have been built right. over the course of a, you know, a certain amount of time. And so we respect what our community group leaders are doing. We just want to come alongside and, and offer practical tools. And that's what this is. That's what multiplying is. It's a practical tool where you might be in a situation where you're not like Jermaine, where you're going, my group is so big, 
people keep coming because they hear about all the awesome things that are happening, and I don't know what to do. Yeah. Right. Well, in that scenario, multiplying is a great opportunity. Absolutely. A great option. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I just wanted to put one thing out there for all the leaders that are listening to this podcast is at no point prior to you hosting your group should you feel the stress and the burden of hosting a group because it is big. Right. You know, you yes. this is this is a form of church. Church isn't just Sunday morning and Justin says that all the time. Right. Church is when when we gather together and we worship and we talk about things, that's church. Mm-hmm. At no point should you feel like, oh man, I, I don't know how I'm gonna do I don't have enough food. I don't have this. I don't have a chair. You shouldn't feel like that. And yep. you know, we're doing this podcast as a resource to all the leaders out there. If you guys need if you have a question, reach out. Yeah. Reach out. If you feel like you've hit the max and the brink and, and you don't know where to go and you're listening to this podcast you're trying to do some of these things it's just not working to to where you want it reach out yep. you know we have such a great team here we're happy to help you in in any situation that you i mean there could be things that we haven't even talked about yet at some future podcast oh, yeah. and you guys are just you know hanging on and you're stressing so don't feel like that feel like this is this is a time to worship and this is a time to to gather as a group of of individuals you know for one for one purpose you so know good. So, so i just good. i'm t- totally. i just wanted to no, that's interject great. there but you know Jermaine is there anything else that you know any other tools that you may want to reference uh, you know in terms of group size or, or anything like that I know you know prior we talked about you know possibly splitting up the responsibilities you know or some sort of recognition or communication anything like that yeah um, one is that uh, you know as as a leader in a group you know we are always growing and you know we are making mistakes and we're learning through them um definitely have to have a um you know a support team uh even outside of the leaders in your group mm-hmm. um so yeah at your campus um you know your campus uh your community group directors there um just you know talking to them building a relationship with them um yeah, definitely know that we are growing as as leaders. We don't have all the answers. We make all the you know a lot of mistakes, and it's all God's grace, mm-hmm. um, and His favor uh, uh, on us. But make sure that we are connected to our our our, our leaders in our campuses, yeah, yeah. and we are totally open. and And you know what? Don't don't be afraid to make a mistake. <laughs> you know, don't be afraid to make a mistake, and also listen listen to like the heart of your group. Um, and last thing is that uh, our group could be 10 people tomorrow or five people tomorrow. You know, our worth is not in how many people we yeah. have in our group. Uh, that's yeah. right. You know, it's our service unto the Lord. So, that's, yeah. that's great. One of the things I've loved uh, hearing about this group when I talked to Jermaine is the way that not only do the four leaders communicate really well with each other, but they actually communicate with the whole group. Yeah. And at first when I heard that, Everything in me wanted to pump the brakes and be like, don't do that. Don't, you know, be careful because you're going to have 24 opinions to deal with, which may be partly true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're not going to name any names. No, I'm just kidding. But the fact that you guys are so open with your group, and I know I've even suggested to Jermaine before subgrouping and different things like that. And he has actually taken those suggestions to the group. And the group has pushed back on them and yeah. said, no, we love being together. Yeah. And the leaders have heard that and have a, adapted to it. And the group continues to thrive because of that. And so, again, I just love that the leaders of this group are listening to their people and are literally like in community with with one another. Mm-hmm. It's not like 
you know, I'm in your group, you're my leader, I'll do whatever you say. It's like an actual community of people yeah. living and breathing and doing, you know, God's work together and growing together. So that's a that's a pretty awesome thing. So just really thankful for this group. Mm. As we and, close out, I just I just wanted to do one quick thing and address um, anybody who's listening to this podcast who who has a small group, like a and I know I don't mean like a small group, like a community group, but like a very tiny group of two or three people, because I've actually received some feet from some feedback um, from group leaders who have said that to me, like I have three people coming to my group and I just don't know what to do. Is it worth continuing on? I just want to encourage you guys as you're listening to this, where you're like, oh man, I wish I had some of those downsides because I'm just dealing with two or three of us. I just want to encourage you guys to do something very simple. Invest in the few that you have. Invest in them deeply, just like Jesus did with his inner three disciples. Focus on them, love them, get to know them, go deep with them, and of course, invite more people into that process. And as people see that love and that that genuine care and, and that growth together, people are going to come and, mm-hmm. and Jesus surrounded himself with 12. Mm-hmm. He, he eventually had a, a small group there. And so no matter what the size of the group is, the mission is always the same, practicing life in Christ together on mission. So it doesn't matter how many people you have in your group, whether it's quote unquote too big mm-hmm. or quote unquote too small, right. we are having an impact on the kingdom and we're growing in community together. And so I just want to encourage you guys with that. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great, I was, as you were talking, I was saying, you know, we shouldn't have a ceiling. We shouldn't have a certain amount where we're going to cut it off. That's, right. I mean, just like what you said, Jermaine, you know, and on the opposite side, you know, we shouldn't have a floor. We shouldn't yep, say, hey, exactly. we need to have this many in order to make our group successful. Because again, if you pour your, if, if you pour into one person, yep. that one person can can go out and change the lives of so many. We so don't, true. we have no no idea, so true. you know? So I, we can't have these, you know, conceptions in our head that this is where this is what the norm is the five to 20 people norm i mean you make your own norm that's just <laughs> just the way it is yeah. that's right but once again guys we want to thank you so much for uh listening in and uh leading your groups also we want to thank special guest jermaine yes. big thank oh, you man. big dog over here. here oh it was, yeah. it was amazing um so once again guys thank you and be sure to check out the show notes below and the Vox website link to go right to the Leader Resources page for more practical tools to lead healthy, vibrant, growing groups. We will see you guys next month. Later. Later.